Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. everybody's week exhausting yeah i've been jenny busy lately i know i said tuesday yep. i told you jenny on tuesday that i wasn't jenny busy but it's been non-stop sleep and then always doing something like, yeah I, wait have we are no danny's not here never mind we can't talk about it oh what? uh wolf oh. among us oh yeah we'll have to we'll have to curb it i don't know about that keep curbing <laughs> right, Kirby the Curb thing. I got nothing. Okay, Tom, you didn't answer. How was your week? It was all right. I'm feeling a little bit better than last week, so at least yeah. I went back. I went back to work. So yeah, because you're supposed to be on nights and all that junk. Yeah, I I had to call out last. I was well, my doc put me out last week, but I'm back. So put your doc out. My doc Ooh. put me out. Punch him in the face. No, shoot. If I get paid a week out paid, why wouldn't I take that? <laughs> uh, are you guys are you guys watching Fear TWD? I yes, am. I'm caught up now. JD, I think I saw on your Twitter that you said Fear the Walking Dead is greater than The Walking Dead. Yes, I like it uh, better. I, I like I, it, but I cannot agree with that. Yet. Yet. Well, here's yet. the thing is, I... I can agree that it's amazing. I don't know, though, if one is greater than the other, though, because I, I find that they're, they're the same family. That's like saying which one of your kids you like more. Oh, that's easy. You can say which one of your kids is, you like more. Tom, yeah, go. I, I, do it all, I do it all the time. Go. Which one? Yeah. Katie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lordy. Uh, I, I love it, though. I think they're doing an awesome job. The first one, like, I heard a lot of people complaining that it was a little slow, but I thought it was so well done of how they were developing. Yeah, it is. Of it. I didn't get the slow thing. Like, I, everybody said that. Like, I'm like, God, it's what a you... slow burn. That's but it, yeah, it it's called drama. Yeah, and it's. I don't it's, think it's a slow it's burn. It's, it's a slow build. Well, it's the same thing. Because you know yeah. what's coming. I mean, that's the thing. There's no need to rush it. Right. You I, should... I, I didn't feel it was slow either. I, no. I felt it, it was well-paced. It got good characterization. The the young kid with the drug problem, fantastic. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing. You don't yeah. want to know who his dad is? Like, I just saw this whole thing. His his father is, um what's his name? Samus from Game of Thrones. No. Really? Yeah. Who? Look it up. I was like. What? And well, you, you know, look at it. You can see like the you can see similarities in the faces and stuff. It's, you know, he's crazy. he's young Tom Riddle from Harry Potter. 
Oh, yeah? Is that him, really? I'm almost uh, 100% sure I remember that being him. He's doing a fabulous job, though. I mean, yeah, he sells it well because I don't like a lot of the kind of craziness. Because on on the regular Walking Dead, I mean, we won't spoil it because it's already happened. I don't like Crazy Rick. I don't like crazy, too much crazy. Mm -hmm. But this kid does it to a point where I absolutely Mm -hmm. love it and I totally buy the character. Tom Riddle in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Nice. You want to know what's uh, what's so funny is so we have this whole conversation at work. Oh, and he's in um, Sense Eight. Sorry. Ah, oh, there you go. Um, so we have this conversation at work, and a lot of the ladies in my office they don't watch The Walking Dead. They just never got into it. But they fire them. A couple. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so a couple that? of them. That should read, have been on a resume. <laughs> a couple of them though read the Road to Woodbury and the Rise and Fall of the Governor books, and it was just totally by a fluke because one of them travels a lot and found it like at the airport and read it, and it was like it's really good. This is a really good story. It's kind of freaky, but it's really good. So they're they have an understanding for the Walking Dead fan culture, but when they were talking Fear of the Walking Dead, they're like, should I watch it? Do I need to know about? It? And I was like, no, just jump right in. Yeah, everyone has loved it so far. Did you did you know, uh, JD? Listen, uh, that you can get the the Road to Woodbury audiobook. <laughs> where 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 would we get such a thing? I would ask you, JD. Where might you get such a thing? audibletrialcom slash Atomic would be the place to go. What was that? <laughs> that was me searching the inner recesses of my mind, trying to figure out nice sound uh, effects and everything. So if I went to audibletrialcom slash Atomic what might I get, JD? You would get some cool stuff, <laughs> such as. <laughs> You would get a free 30-day subscription to Audible, Ooh. and then you would get a free audio download book where you could probably read some Walking Dead stuff if you really wanted to. That that website, one more time, JD. Audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Brilliant! That was that was probably the best commercial I've ever listened to on a I was podcast. Gonna, I was gonna say it, Jenny. You beat me to it. <laughs> oh god, that was a rough one. That was fantastic. They should all be that smooth. The sound effects was the best. Hey, that is why we have those commercials to improve well, gotta, our sound I gotta, effects. I gotta give you credit, Dave, because when she was talking about it, I'm thinking I was gonna say I haven't read them yet, and I'm going, this would be the perfect time for me. <laughs> yeah. As soon as waiting, waiting for the plug. As soon as waiting. she said Road to Woodbury, I'm like, yes! My in. The audiobooks, though, with like hands down, they're really good. The actors that do it are, are great on those ones. I listened to a couple of the the old Star Wars novels when I Ooh. when I was in the army. I'd be sitting doing guard duty, and I just pop it in, like the Thrawn the Thrawn trilogy, or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, See, audiobooks though are hit or miss because it all uh, the storyline all depends on the actor that's reading the story. Like the Game of Thrones ones, I think we've mentioned it a thousand times. They're painful, right? You they go. Are I went absolutely f- painful to listen to. I went from the Ernest Klein book, uh, Ready Player One, with Will Wheaton, and then I go oh. to Game of Thrones, and I can't make it through half a chapter. Like I'm done with it. Like I can't, I can't <laughs> concentrate. My, here's my impersonation. Oh, oh, good. Ned Stark walked <laughs> out of the 
room. That's your British accent. <laughs> wow. That's how it sounds to me. Riveting, like, Jenny. It's riveting. like the most Good show. talking unemotional reader on the planet. It's that's so uh, bad. It, it, is but, that is that your British act? Can you can you do a British no, accent? That's just my. I'm a very slow talking. I, I can't that, do a British accent. Oh, uh, I can. If I you get me, if you get me angry, that. I can do a Southern one. Really no, it's. Well, but. I say that because the guy reading it has a British accent. Oh, he's miserable. I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> a little excitement in that reading, buddy. But there are good ones. The Martian. Andy, where's the Martian? Is fabulous audio. Oh yeah, right? that one too. Yeah. The the Walking Dead ones, for, so Rhoda Woodbury, The Rise and Fall of the Governor, those ones are great. Any of the Ernest Klein, because they're all done by uh, Will Wheaton, <clears throat> they're fabulous. You didn't say it um, right. I, I'm sorry, I, I can't say it. I got it, I got it. Will say, Wheaton. There it is. Did you say stupid? It, that's that's how it's pronounced, woman. There it is. <laughs> I, I know, I, I suck, man. Oh, um, I won't go but that But there, there's great ones. I mean, everybody knows my obsession with the Joe Ledger novels. Those are by far my favorite. He's I don't even know the actor's name, and I should probably look it up because he's fabulous. And that leads me into my the coolest thing I saw on the internet today. There is an Indiegogo thing where you can actually, like, donate money to this cause for like women's safety and such, you know, like women's rights and things. And you can be written into a Joe Ledger novel. Nice. Who's what? going to support me and back me on that? Because I totally need to be on the same pages as my boyfriend, Joe. Um, real quick. Awesome. Guys, those, those books are narrated by Ray Porter. Nice. He's amazing. He uh, is Joe Ledger. So, so you could end up in that book. We're all going to end up being in a morning glories book uh i think except tom i don't remember if tom gets sent this picture to me i actually have a problem with morning glories right now oh no don't i'm really just first few trades i Do need to text you a picture is that what you want it's too late oh i could probably still send it email i'm so confused dave like what's up email confused. yes tom email people still email <laughs> but we don't aim anymore we don't aim fact, right everyone <laughs> Got mail. Uh, JD, what is the issue? How, how far I'm are you? I'm so confused. I'm at the PE. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I just got to the the cave scene after the cave scene with Casey and. Oh yeah, that's a pretty confusing scene. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just my mind is just like I don't I don't know. Yeah, you have to keep going. You just kind of push push on. You don't need to understand it yet because it'll it'll become clear towards the end of that story arc. Okay, got it. Because I'm like halfway done with the third trade. Yeah, the, the is the PE two two trades? No, it's just arc? one, just one. Okay, good. I think it's good. just one. I'm look, let me look. Uh, so you're at the end of like the... I I have four, so I just okay. need five, six, seven, and that completes all the trades that are out. So no, I think eight eight came out recently. I thought. Ooh, perfect. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, I think I don't have the most recent one. I have all the rest of them though. Yes, morning glories, people, get on that. It's really cool, really intriguing, and I just like it a lot. I've gotten you hooked. I don't know if I did, but I've recommended it a bunch of times. Yeah, it was you. I got Danny into it. I think I got Jenny into it. Maybe not. I don't know. I well, I'm I'm going to get into it. I just bought um the first three <laughs> trades, so I just got to find time. I am so far behind on my comics, you guys, that it's sad. Like I have Thief of Thieves sitting on my table right now, and I'm dying to read it, and I haven't read it yet. I've got the new Son of the Devil. Haven't read that yet. I've got the last strain, the very the end of the strain. Haven't read that yet. Um, got the last Velvet 
Haven't read it yet. Like my, <laughs> and then I bought freaking three trades of Morning Glories that are still sitting. I am behind. I'm hearing every word you say, thinking, when does she breathe? I don't. <laughs> I'm yeah, I, I like want to apologize too, guys. I'm way behind on my comics because I'm way behind on my money. Oh, that's too that, bad. That's yep. true because every time I go to Comics Unlimited and I go, all right, I'm here to get my pool. They're like, that'll be $38. And then I go a week later, that will be $29. i am just like, geez, Louise. Yeah, JD. I showed them, JD, I showed them, my, I showed them my Atomic Geekdom card and I said, this should, this should be free. And they're like, oh, we don't take that here. I'm like, well, <laughs> damn it. Why am I here? Yeah, what are you, <laughs> yeah you get out. Take it here. Leave that store immediately. You uh, don't even know. I am terrified of this weekend. So tomorrow night, I've got um, the Guillermo del Toro gallery opening. Hang on, hang on. Before before you go, because I know this is going to be long, because you got a lot going on that you need to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's J- all going to be money of me wanting to buy crap. <laughs> I know, and I want you to talk about it, but uh, JD, there's eight trades, and then a ninth is coming out in November. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. So all I right. Four more. All, all right. right. Please continue, Jenny. Guillermo del Toro. Tomorrow. 1988 Gallery is having the Guillermo del Toro, and, and they start like the artists on Instagram are starting to poke up, like post up little like sneak peeks, and you can usually get some cool prints for like twenty bucks, twenty thirty bucks. I know I'm going to be walking around there tomorrow night, going, I must have that. You know, <laughs> I can't spend any money, so it's going to be torture. But I'll take a lot of photos of the gallery. It's going to be awesome. And if you follow like the different art, if you follow 1988, you on should Instagram. You can then figure out what artists are posting and just start following those artists, but they're amazing art already. You should Periscope while you're there with our Periscope account. We have a Periscope account? Well, it's attached to our Twitter account, so yeah. That's so cool. I've never actually used Periscope. I can't. <laughs> such a cool thing. Like I can't wait to start using it. Like it's, I, I love it. Um, Can we Periscope all the stupid parts of our lives? Like how Periscope <laughs> driving to school. Uh, yeah, you're gonna Periscope whilst driving. <laughs> well, I mean, right. I'll put the phone down. Oh, good. But it'll just be like I cannot, I cannot encourage music. Yes, we don't. We don't condone periscoping while driving. Texting no. while driving—that's a difference. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. What if I bike ride to school? Does that count? Kind oh of yeah. Then? Yeah. Get, I don't even like anybody whatever, talking to me when I drive. Do whatever you want while you're on your bicycle. Oh, I have raging Perfect. conversations when I drive. If I'm not listening to an audiobook, I have somebody on the phone that I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" And then, did you see this? And oh my gosh. Yeah, Normally, I'm, probably, I'm, oh, probably Valley Girl wife, Jenny. I, 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 <laughs> I into that. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, but then to torture me and my wallet even further is this weekend's the Long Beach Comic Con, which I know I'm going to probably find that first print edition of the first Thief of Thieves and I'm going to want to buy it. Or they're going to have, like last year, that's where I got my They Live painting. Mm. I know I'm going to want to buy more stuff. That would be super it. awesome to have. The, the They Live painting? Uh, yeah. Have, have I not showed you that? It's the I don't coolest think so. art ever. I'll have to send you a picture of it. Tweet it it's, out on our Twitter account. I will. I will tweet her out. It. Um, on that Twitter machine. Yeah, so, I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll get you a list of stuff tomorrow. I gotta really remember to sit down and look at that uh, Long Beach Comic Con schedule. And Did you see the email I sent you? Uh, yes, I skimmed it. Um, Everybody listening totally knows about the email I sent. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be super fun. So I've got a lot of writing to do come Sunday, but 
it'll be a good weekend and just please pray for my wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, follow us on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom and then you'll get notified when Jenny is periscoping. Hopefully she remembers to periscope this weekend. Uh, you, yeah. don't have, you don't have to put yourself on. You can if you want. It's just uh, <laughs> for those that are un- unindated with uh, the Periscope technology, uh, you can do the front-facing camera, and then you switch it while you're in the app, and then you can go the other way, and you can show people what you're looking at. And then you can flip it back around if you want to do a little hosting or selfie hosting, and then you can see on the screen who's messaging you and who's hearting. If you see a bunch of hearts, that means they're liking the, the Periscope. Um I, this is me never done having done one, but I've watched a couple. Uh, <laughs> so I was hoping to do a bunch at Chicago Wizard World, but uh, yeah, that didn't happen. So I'm just going to be honest. Be honest. I don't even know what this is, but I'm not going to get in the way. I just told you it's live streaming video. Right. Well, but. if not too, like I'm, I'm definitely going to be posting photos on, on Instagram and I'll link them up to, you know, whatever other social media. Yes, Instagram is Atomic Kingdom. So, so but it should be Long Beach is usually really, really cool when it comes to the cosplay because I mean San Diego is amazing, but it's so big that a lot of the LA, you know, and the Orange County folks they they wait and they do the smaller conventions like Kamikaze in Long Beach. So some of the best cosplaying I've seen has been at the smaller venues. So I'm excited, and they're doing a whole um, day where they're just going to do. I think. I'll have to check, and I'm totally going to get this wrong, but I think Saturday they're doing a Marvel cosplay photo shoot, so they're going to get everybody dressed as Marvel to do one big group photo, and then I think um, Sunday is the DC one, so that's that I think is going to be fun. Um, and then our friends, I, I told you that, right? Uh, yes, yeah. They've got, me, a, they've got booths. Yeah, let me find that real quick, give them some good proper promotion. Uh, the Marvel Report at the Marvel Report are going to have a big booth, cosplay booth of just a bunch of people that are in Marvel, or mostly I think they're doing like Agents of Shield type stuff, uh, or just Shield type stuff. So they're going to be at booth Cos twenty three, C O S twenty three. So go check it out. Say hello to Lauren Galloway and all the guys at the Marvel Report, friends friends of the show. Nice. Never get to see yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, really good artists and writers that are popping up, too. I think Image is doing a panel as well, which I'll definitely have to go to because they're my... They're definitely my... Image, like, they don't disappoint. Like, every time I turn Mm -hmm. around, they have another great comic coming out, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? It's funny. I follow... my favorite. I follow so many comic book writers, and it's like, each one of them are like, you need to check out this new book, and I look at it, and it's, oh, yeah, it's a new Image book. I think yeah. Image is like it fills a niche that DC and Marvel just don't. Well, for those that don't know, it's creator owned. Um, so like DC and Marvel, you sign a contract, you do things their way, they get all the money, and you get some of the money. But like uh, Scott Snyder has said in his panel, Scott Snyder writes Batman right now for DC, but he also writes American Vampire and Witches uh, over at Image, mm-hmm. and he has said in panels he can make more money writing Witches and American Vampire, but he loves Batman, so that's why he writes it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's creator-owned, so it's yours. You get to do essentially what you want, which is how you get books like Sex Criminals. <laughs> Sex Criminals. Oh, my God. And stuff like that. Yeah, it, they they do great. I'm I'm excited though because um, uh, I can't 
can never remember his name. I am, by the way, just, I want everybody to note that if I meet you or if I'm in love with you or what have you, I still probably would not remember your name. I suck with names, but, um, the guy who writes, um, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there because Wait, I hold can, on, can hold tell on. me their name 500 times and I still won't remember how many it, people get it wrong. How many people are you in love with? I'm in love with a lot of people. Whoa. Right. I am. There's Hi- a lot of people to love. Hippie. Um, the guy who writes <laughs> um, The Bunker and um, uh, Punks the Comet is awesome. Like, the writing style is just genius. And I'm, I see that he's going to be there. And I can't think of his name because I suck with names. It's like uh, something Hale. Uh, Joshua Hale. No, it's like a three-name word. What is but anyways, what does I he digress. Write? He writes uh, Punks the Comic and The Bunker, which are both great comics. Punks the Comics is hilarious. They did, um, what's the uh, comic book authority where, like, they have, like, the the Code of Ethics? It's comic book they, authority, yeah. Yeah, they did an entire comic book and listed all the rules of the comic book ethic code. Joshua and they Hale. Broke, they broke every single rule in one comic. Uh, Joshua Whoa. Hale, Fialkov. Yes, that's it. And Cody He's awesome. Chamberlain. His writing style is is super good. So yeah, I recommend both those. But if you can find the one where they break every rule of the ethics code, it's genius. The volume I, one, they, they label volume one of the trade, Nut Puncher. Yeah. It's a cool style, too, because it's like... It's like almost, a ransom note. Yeah, it's it's like... They cut out old archival clips, and I don't know. It's just, it's a cool, cool little comic book. But find that one where they just completely break all the rules, and I guarantee you will laugh your ass off. Ooh, uh, really quick, uh, and we'll move on. But I have to say, everybody, even if you don't read Batman uh, books, uh, I'm talking to you three and everybody listening, Batman number 44 Mm -hmm. is a standalone book issue. It's not part of the arc. It kind of is. It kind of ties into the current arc they're writing right now. But it's amazingly beautiful. Like, it's so good. Batman barely talks in the whole issue. It's narrated, and not till the end of the book do you realize who the narrator of the book is. But it's it basically revolves around uh, the events after what's called Zero Year. Um, you don't need to know what happened, really, to, to know. But it's, it's sort of a little bit after Batman's just started. Uh, there's, you know, Riddler took over Gotham and there's like, it's like left in shambles. And there's this kid that they find that's got a bunch of bullet holes. Gordon meets Batman out in the middle of nowhere. And they're trying to find who killed this kid. And Batman's essentially, you know, it's never again for him. Like no kid can get hurt or, you know, abused or anything like that. That's his, his thing, you know, from what he went through as a child, um, losing his parents. So he's trying to discover who killed this kid. And along the way, he realizes that he failed this kid as Bruce Wayne and that he inspired this kid as Batman to do something he shouldn't have done. And like, I don't want to give too much away because I think you should read it. it. And it focuses a lot on what's going on politically in the world right now with, with police violence and uh, like racial profiling with cops. And uh, it's, it's just amazing. I love it. And I'm going to read it again. I read it last night. I want to read it again because you know, you miss things when you read a book the first time. Well- what was the issue again? Batman what? 44. It just came out. 44. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to uh, add that to my list. Uh, yeah. Let me know. <laughs> it, 
I didn't realize the, who the narrator was until Scott Snyder tweeted it out the other day. And once I realized it, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a whole ton of sense. And it's amazing. It's it, I mean, the narrator has nothing really to do with the story, uh, like who it is, the identity, but it makes it just that much bigger and cooler. But the story itself is beautiful. Yeah, I love that sort of stuff, though. I, I like that's the great thing about comics, because it is a serial. You know, you you get it and then it cuts off and then you have to sit there and anticipate what's going to happen next. And there's all different spectrums. You can get the really funny ones like uh, Chrononauts, which, by the way, they just released the first, you know, the trade, trade paperback. Yep. Definitely get it because it is nothing but a good time. It, <laughs> I have never laughed so hard at a comic book. As I did with that one. But then you get, you know, intense ones like Outcast or like, you know, Batman, like you were just talking about. It's it's great. It's better than watching TV. Uh, yeah. And you can actually go to our website, TomGaming.com, and find Jenny wrote, has written about Chrononauts on, on her her quasi-weekly article <laughs> column. <laughs> it's going to get back going now that... Uh, yeah, yeah. The summer summertime was, was busy for all of us. I've just recently started getting my my binge-watch articles up. I got to get all of the Hero series up before the, the new season starts. You so. guys saw, though, the news that Seth Rogen posted this week, right? Uh, something about the thing he's doing. That preacher is now officially picked up for AMC. Yeah, I gotta. Wow, they yeah, I heard about the that. Pilot, and they're they're going full steam ahead for a full season. I gotta admit, I wasn't surprised because I thought we already heard that. So I'm like, I thought it was a, yeah, uh, I <laughs> as of this point, all they had done is they filmed the pilot. Like it right. got accepted to do a pilot. Then they wrote the script. So I just everybody got excited about the script, and then they filmed the pilot. So everybody right. was excited as those steps went along because you got to see who they had cast for, you know, mm-hmm. Tulip and all those. But, but it's official now. It's like for me, official. We get one full season of Preacher. Right. For me, I kind of thought, you know, okay, you have Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg behind it. You have AMC behind it, and then you've cast Dominic Cooper, who's pretty much huge right now with you know being Howard Stark and. All that other stuff that he does, that uh, that video game movie he did where there's cars and stuff. Uh, what is that? Uh, movie? Need for Speed. Um, yeah. uh, what else? Ruth Nega from uh, Agents of Shield, and what's her? Lucy Griffiths got cast, and uh, Elizabeth Perkins's cat. Like I thought, with this cast for the pilot alone, I'm like, there's no way this isn't gonna get picked up. So when I saw that, oh yeah, it got picked but up for series. I'm like, uh. I, what? you know, though, I did have hesitations just because, you know, like you were saying, kind of the social culture right now. This is not a light at heart, and it's a very offensive book to some people. Like, yeah, but I've the got comic to pushes the envelope. The minute I saw AMC was the one that picked it up, I was, and we had the pilot, we had a full cast. I was like, yeah, this is pretty much a done deal. Yeah, I just no, I'm not saying it's cool. It's good to know that yeah, that's I mean, a, it's, for it's sure. Great news that it, it is a for sure full season, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't call it breaking news. Here's, here's, <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel it didn't why, feel like it. Yeah, here's why I'm excited about it being official. Is I have been two years now of AMC is picking up Thief of Thieves. Awesome! Yay! We get to see Thief of Thieves, Ooh. and then she got all kinds then, of high pitched there. They still haven't even filmed the pilot or cast anything yet because nobody is like the scripts. It it's, hasn't moved that fast. So even though you hear that a big network picks something up, it's not necessarily something that ever is going to happen. 
So I, I don't know. I, like I, that, I see, like yeah, that. I, I see your, I see your point on that. But with, with the, the preacher series, because I've, I've read a couple of the issues. I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but I will watch the show. But a network like AMC picking it up, you know, AMC can kind of push that envelope a little bit more than another network could, other than maybe FX or HBO. Or, yeah, or HBO, a cable network. And a max, yeah, cable, yeah. like the, but I don't, I don't know. I, it's just everything about it looks good. AMC, yeah, backing it because they, you, they've proved themselves with The Walking Dead that they're not afraid to push the envelope. Right. But, I mean, the entire setup, I mean, Seth Rogen alone being included in it and then the cast that they have so far. I wasn't a huge fan of who they cast for Tulip, but now that oh, I've I seen love, set photos, I love I'm her. At, it's, it's growing on me now. She's great on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I wouldn't worry about her at all. Which one is yeah. she on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. again? She, uh, she was the bad chick in the, the flower dress. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, I know exactly who you're talking about. Become, I, I couldn't yeah, I couldn't place the name because I, I don't have a picture in front of me. Oh, yeah, yeah she's awesome. Uh, and she's a bad guy on that show, but I, uh, the poster that they released with the 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 news um, for Preacher made me think of that Kevin Smith movie, Red State. Like, it, ooh. I don't know why. Like, it, <laughs> like the I liked Red State, to be honest with you, but... Uh, I thought it was. It took it took a weird turn that I didn't expect. The ending, the ending of that movie is crazy, and I've heard him describe how he came up with the ending of that, and that like he was real hesitant to make it that ending. But then the first person he let read it said, "Just do it. What do you have to lose?" So just do it. What do you have Why to lose? Not? You have That's to lose. Sense. You only made one point eight million dollars. So did you guys? Uh- Going back to AMC, though, did you guys see the whole thing? Was it loud? It's been a while, but um, somebody caught, like, John Hamm in an interview, and he said that he would love to, you know, it'd be fun to play Negan on The Walking Dead. Yeah, I and saw that. I don't think that would ever happen, and I hope it never happens. I mean, I, better I think he's great. I don't know. But I I'm, like- here's, here's, I mean, he looks like Negan, so, I mean, he could pull it off. But here's why I'm so super excited. I know why. Back to my whole Thief of Thieves thing. That's why. He is Conrad. He is Redmond in a nutshell. Like, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping behind the scenes because of this little thing, like they are now in discussions to cast him and actually get that freaking pilot rolling. I still wish he was Superman. I. (laughs) He would be an awesome Superman. Everyone's like, oh, you should be uh, Batman. I'm like, no way. He is way more Superman than Batman. I agree. Um, I want to get. I want to talk about Batman vs Superman in a second. Uh, real quick to wrap up the preacher news, it's going to premiere in 2016 and it'll get 10 episodes. Cool. So there you go. Bat- okay, Batman vs. The, girl, the girl's character name is Raina, by the way. Raina. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, real quick though, before we go into Batman vs Superman, this coming year is going to be spectacular for TV and comic books, and it starts December 17th. It starts, like, all across the board. I mean, like, so you've got Outcast coming out. You've got Preacher now coming out. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, but December 17th, movie theaters will, oh, like, well, rec- records will be broken. Yeah, no you doubt. Think? Um, you think? Based alone on what you call it, uh, Force Friday was last week. And I'm like, I was like, ah, there's, I don't want to buy anything. I don't, nothing looked cool to me. So I didn't want to go out at midnight to see all these toys. And I, I kind of got a sneak peek at something that wasn't going to happen because Jenny's awesome. Um, 
And wow, I, you went for the rest of us. Awesome? I kept it a secret. She had to keep it a secret, and I think she was just dying to tell somebody. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It's the 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 Chewbacca thing that was in the big glass tube. You guys made the big glass case, right? Yeah, we made the casing for the the Winna Wookie. Right, and my target, any none of my targets had it. <laughs> we had the small, the very very small one. Um. Not the huge one that I saw. That uh, I want the little, the small one's so expensive too. It's like thirty bucks, but I totally want it. But then I also think that it looks exactly like my dog's chewy toy from. Oh yeah. Like, but um, just so you guys know, that giant Wookie was amazing. Like I had it sit next to me for a couple days, and you can push his stomach, and he talk. He talk the Wookie like it was amazing, but they Uh, were so good, and the. Everybody that was involved in that production did an amazing job. Like, the, it was a challenging project, and everyone on all companies involved just were amazing to work with. So, uh, if you want to see uh, Periscope in action, I watched Chris Hardwick at the midnight uh, thing of Target doing mm-hmm. Force Force Friday last week, and it was hilarious. He just he literally said hello and took pictures with everybody waiting in line at this Target. And he periscoped yeah. the whole time. And then he then he took a, one of the Star Wars bikes and started riding it around the, the store. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it was just cool. Um, I, you know, he gets on my nerves sometimes, but I thought that was pretty sweet that he took the How time. How can he get on your nerves? He's adorable. His voice and the things, like, I'm sure I get on a lot of people's nerves for the things I do on this show. When I listen to too much Nerdist, he can get on my nerves. That's so why I take a break and then yeah. I come back. It's just like, you know, you spend too much time with somebody. They get on your nerves, so you, you take a step back and, you know, like like Tom always gets on my nerves. So I, I take know, right? small dose, small doses of Tom. And <laughs> True story. <laughs> and vice versa. It works both ways. Yep. Right. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. Um, yeah. No, so Force Friday, yeah, I didn't really want anything. And then I start seeing pictures of the Black Series, the Hasbro Black Series figures. I'm like, I want those. So... <laughs> I went to, to Target and I, I did a little toy hunting on Saturday and I got all of them except for the Stormtrooper. Which, all of them being, there's like five of them. Um, did you open them and set them up or you got to get them? No, they're still, the they're still in the case. This is Star Wars we're talking about. You keep those yeah, in the no, case. Right. Those yeah. uh, and actually Matt from Two Broke Geeks found the Kylo Ren one for me and he's uh, it's in the process of on its way to me right now. Did you see the fan-made uh, Boba Fett thing? Mm-mm. Uh, it's like uh, it's a fan-made teaser trailer for a Boba Fett movie, where it kind of picks up from you know where you last saw him at Jedi. Oh, cool! And it talks about how the Sarnak you know is supposed to digest for so long. Sarlacc, Sarlacc, yeah. And then it shows footsteps coming out of the sand, and you see Boba kind of walking along. Oh, that's cool! Uh, December- I was like, dude, this is amazing because it's fan-made. Yeah. And if somebody for because we know there there's already talk of them picking it up for a movie. In a standalone Boba Fett movie, man, this that's um, I, it had me excited for it already. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the good fan Star Wars. There's a lot of good fan Star Wars movies uh, out there. Um, to put a cap on it. December 18th is the U.S. release for Star Wars: Force Awakens. Uh, UK gets it before us. How lame is that? That is that makes awful. Sense. Well, somebody. It does not make sense. How dare you? I I forget who says it <laughs> said it on Twitter, but they just <laughs> and that's why. Britain has the best villains because <laughs> they're, they're the bad guys. They get that before everyone. Mm. Oh, that's the Star I, Wars. You know, the Star Wars formula is, is like, it's the middle of the week, and you know it's going to be well over two hours long, and I'm going to have to go at midnight and see it. Which means, oh yeah, 
I'm going to get no sleep that night and my work's going to kill me because I'm going to be a zombie the next day. Oh, I but I had to see Star Wars. <laughs> I didn't even care. I had to get up to work at 6 a.m. the night after the midnight release of The Dark Knight and I didn't even care. I was, well, it was kind of sobering because that was the night of the, the shooting too um, in, Col- oh, that's right. in uh, yeah, Colorado. Colorado. So it was kind of sobering, but the movie was amazing. So um, anyway, uh, moving to Batman versus Superman. So... The big thing is now the studio asked for more Batman in the movie and Zack Snyder has confirmed that there's more Bat in the movie than there is Superman. So Batman wins. Ain't it. Well, they felt bad yeah. for him. They did not I'm feel still, bad for him. I'm still going with the original thing. Like, I like Batman. You guys keep getting mad at me because I'm like, Superman wins. I don't think wins. you do. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, she just I, doesn't I, like I us. I like Batman. I think Batman has the cooler story of the two and he's a more interesting character, but when it comes down to it, this you know, oh, you really, off, you really wanted to hesitate Superman on that. Would destroy Batman. He would destroy it. Even in the trailer, the whole scene where like Batman's sitting in the Batmobile and Superman just walks up and rips the top off. Here's the thing. At him. Here's the thing, yeah, though. Superman, Batman, Batman would stands up like a boss. He's like, what? what here's are you do? yeah. Here's the thing. Superman would destroy Batman. Stop. But in doing so, that would destroy Superman because Superman don't kill. What? I know. Well, and that's that's also another reason why Superman's better is Batman doesn't kill either. Humanity, <laughs> but he's full of humanity because he's not a human. Wait, what? He would destroy <laughs> Batman. I hate to say it because Batman is cool. If it was gloves off, Batman versus Superman, Batman would not stand a chance. The only reason the fight goes on as long as it does is because Superman has to restrain himself. Oh whatever! <laughs> what? uh, you know that last true. sentence. That last sentence was 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 you was know aggravating. It's true, you totally know it's true. All right. Anyway, um, so yes, the studio. I don't know if it was the studio. Actually, I can't remember who wanted more, but they wanted more Batman. So there's more Batman in this movie than Superman, which, to be honest, makes sense. Uh, because they're introducing a new Batman to this universe. He would get and <laughs> and more rumors of doomsday being in this movie are flying around well i've read the one rumor as far as the trailer they're trying to say that that's actually who wonder woman's fighting in the trailer yes yes i mean there was a rumor a few weeks ago that said that she's fighting somebody who gets his hand cut off and in place of his hand is a big bone knife and there's who has bones coming out of his arms and body that's that's doomsday i'm like great you know what if that's the case that's annoying it's way too early for Doomsday. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a reach right there. But they are rushing it. I mean, they really are. You can tell they're really rushing. Oh, their, absolutely. Their you, I, we've talked. All of us have talked about this. They're trying to throw too much into the one movie. I mean, as it's developed, I'm I have a lot more faith in it. But sure. again, I'm still seeing hearing the rumors of that there will be a Flash appearance. There's still going to be an Aquaman appearance. I, well, yeah, the Aquaman thing is. The teaser of the cyborg appearance, which I'm going to believe is like a post-credit type thing. Well, opinion. that's the Aquaman one, too. Is yeah. Aquaman's is brief. Uh, Cyborg's, I think, is bigger because he was announced early on in the cast. Right. Um, I don't think Flash is going to make it. The Aquaman, though, I don't even care if the movie's stupid. I just want to see Jason Momoa. Yeah, we know. Uh, just so you know, I, I shook his hand. So you can be jealous. And, and he hugged our photographer, Liz. And he would beat Superman too. He would beat Super. Yes, yes, you're right. Um, 
I would I would have a it would be a better fight between Aquaman. Oh, and shut your mouth! <laughs> oh my god! It any would. Listener, <laughs> any yeah. listeners out there, please send your resume to Dave Clark. We are looking for a <laughs> You guys are getting me wrong though. I'm not saying Batman's bad, but Batman is all technology, so he has to build his stuff. He could not. Go no. head to head with Superman and win. Superman is a he's freaking not all technology. The man is like a ninja. Yeah, his eyes. He shoots lasers out of his eyes and can fly. See, here's the difference. Ooh, and he wears Super- Superman. Superman won't kill. Batman won't kill. But the difference is, Batman's never said he wouldn't kill. Yeah, we just know it because otherwise the Joker would be way dead by exactly. now. Exactly. Uh, and Superman does kill. Watch Man of Steel. Yep. Right. So, see, I, I'm just saying. Oh, that's another one, too. Uh, it's like putting it's like putting a child in a fight with. Oh, stop. Now you're just now you're oh, just that's a reach. You're just digging now. Um, there's also a rumor that Zod. You just don't want to admit it because you're so in love with Batman. It's not like putting a baby in a fight with. Yeah. <laughs> a child, not a baby. Uh, whatever. I my ass no. kicked by a baby before. <laughs> yeah, Tom knows. <laughs> <laughs> Babies, babies bite. <laughs> what? And they're freakishly strong. Right, right. Um, the other rumor is that General Zod is not dead, or he comes back, or he's cloned, or because they're in the trailer. There's, there's the body that is yeah, being. Yeah, you do get a glimpse of him in the trailer. Uh, the body bag that uh, I believe Lex has. Yeah, why is the body bag open? It's like it's rolling down the hallway, but it's open. Nobody right. leaves body bags open when they're rolling down the hallway. Well, you blame you blame Lex's assistant Tess. It's probably her right. fault. Tess Mercer. Um, let's talk a little bit about Suicide Squad. Uh, potential spoilers. Squad. The squad, yes, the squad. Uh, potential spoilers for the Suicide Squad plot. If you don't want to hear, uh, you know, just fast forward a little bit. We're not going to talk long about it because it is just a rumor. Um, they're saying that uh, Enchantress, I believe, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Because I know there's a Marvel one and a DC one, so I was making sure I wasn't getting confused. Uh, yeah, Enchantress, who's in it, she's being played by a model, I believe, is the villain of the movie. She's trying to resurrect her dead brother or something, and in the process, it would destroy the world, so Suicide Squad has to stop her. And it it does make a little bit of sense, because when you see the team clips of all of them together, she's not there. Uh, so it does kind of make sense, but we'll see. I don't yeah. know. It would I, read be, about, I read about that earlier today. I'd be fine with it because I don't think I don't, you know, I started to think Joker was the main focus, but Jared Leto didn't film that long. So um, I think he was just the beginning of the movie to introduce Harley and to show Batman with the Joker, you know, just a little wet your appetite type of deal, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I'm still very much looking forward to haters. Um, yeah. So that's, that's all for Suicide Squad. Uh, anybody that cares, Mallrats 2 has found their mall <laughs> in Pennsylvania. They're going to start production in January. Mallrats 2. Yes. I loved Mallrats. Uh, don't, I, it, don't, don't get, one of my, one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. It is my first, is the first Kevin Smith movie I ever saw and I loved it. But, uh, I don't know that it needs a sequel. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. Um... You guys don't care about this, but Arrow and Flash are about to start in I do. a couple weeks. Yes, oh. I know you do. <laughs> Can you do that again? I do. I love it. 
And so we're getting a lot of new footage of trailers and stuff. And Not wild about the Diggle costume. It's going to have to tell me about it. I mean, yeah, the Diggle costume sucks, but... Yeah. Uh, because I had high hopes there was rumors going around that he was going to become the Guardian, which I could have bought into. It still looks like he I could. Still, still would have much rather the, the ring find him and his name really be John Stewart. But come uh, on. That's not going to happen. He told me himself in person. <laughs> he said it's not. He said if it would happen, it would be after Arrow is not on television anymore. That's lame. Um, oh, also, uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow has started production. They started filming the pilot. Awesome. Always, always good to hear about that. Uh, Shield is coming, I think, in like two weeks. It starts. I, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's two weeks. I saw something about Arrow. They cast uh, it's supposed to be a major villain going by the name of Conklin. I don't know where he fits in in the uh, in the comic book realm, but he's supposed to be one of the big antagonists this season. I didn't see that. I saw it just the other day. Cool. All right, uh, and and Flash has announced that one of the things you we probably will see Zoom this season, and that it's fast. He's faster than Reverse Flash, but it's it's almost like he's a demon, and it's voiced by Tony Todd. Yeah, that news is awesome. So and Tony- they said the mask is he's wearing a mask, and they said the mask is like like terrifying to look at. They wanted. Yeah, they want him to be like Darth Vader, where yeah, you had James Earl Jones be the voice, and now you get, you get, I mean, seminal actor Tony Todd. Tony Todd's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candyman, Final Destination. Uh, many, he's, got a great, he's got a great voice. Yeah, voice. yeah. Many Star Trek episodes. It has different characters, I believe. Uh, so, yes, he's, he's, he's great, and that'll be fun. And then they got to see Jake Garrick in the latest trailer. Uh, yeah, just, I read. I was reading a lot about it at work the other night, and I was. It, it seems to be. I think this next season is going to really take us to a lot of Earth too. Is what I was reading. Right, they're saying that Doctor Wells is not this Earth's Doctor Wells. It's a different one. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. And that's Tom Cavanaugh, who, if you've never seen Scrubs or Ed or season one of The Flash, you're missing out. He's a great actor. Oh yeah, I hope he's back. Really, I do. Do you really? I do. He's a great actor. <laughs> Uh, for you ladies out there, Wonder Woman is about to begin production in November. Yay! Yay! I'm I'm on the fence. Not all I want to see her in excited. the Superman I'm, versus Batman. I'm excited too. I'm not a lady. It's gonna be. I I hope they just. I hope they do it right. Well, the the rumors with that movie are that it starts in World War Two. Yeah, I read some. And that in Batman versus oh. Superman, she's like 200 years old. That's weird. She's pretty hot for 200 years old. Yeah, she's looking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, one thing. I, I jump back to Arrow. The latest trailer of Arrow shows Damien Dark having superpowers. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I saw it, and I'm like, what? Uh, he stops an Arrow. Yeah. It's uh, quite interesting. And I, I'm sorry. No matter what you hear from producers and stuff on Arrow, you, Oliver, and Felicity fans are in for a world of hurt with that relationship. I Just, believe so. For as happy as they look in every scene, Jenny and JD, you can attest to this on any show that's written very well. For drama's sake, when characters get happy, something bad is about to happen. Always. Look at Game of Thrones. You look at anything written by Joss Whedon, uh, Sons of Anarchy, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for confirmation from two people that don't watch Flash or Arrow. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's not always the truth, but it is. That's a pretty. 
Good. If it's not always, it's like 90%. It's a good guess. 90% yeah. of the time, like, other than shows like Grey's Anatomy or something, like, I don't watch that stuff, but, like, you just can't have a happy couple, especially when it's the main character. Um, It doesn't last long, yeah, I should say. you're right. Plus, plus, I mean, he's Oliver Queen. He's destined to end up with Black Canary. He has to. That's that's a very important relationship in comic books. Tom, I don't know that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> I needed Tom to agree because he was oh, the only yeah, one, only other person that knows. <laughs> trying to let them chime in. Right? Well, they wouldn't know. They they don't know that well uh, that universe that well. Um, other than what we tell them. Dave, I saw an article. Oh, uh, Stone Cold did a podcast and he was blasting Stephen Amell's appearance in WWE. Really? Yep, saying that these Hollywood actors should not be allowed to do that because it kind of takes away from the guys that do this. Oh, come on. Says the guy who did an angle with Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if you read it, but I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Sorry, that's, that's, oh, whatever. And that Mike Tyson angle helped put him over. So it's like. Well, he was kind of over. He was, he was, but it sold it more. Like, I mean. I mean, it's Mike Tyson. Yeah. Turning on DX and yes, well, go watch the Attitude Era DVD, kids. If you don't know what we're talking about, all right. Yes, I'm gonna have to go watch the Attitude Kids. At- Attitude Era. <laughs> it's not. It's not Attitude Kids. Yeah, it's Attitude Era. I Me, don't want you watching the wrong thing. Yeah, we want you to be educated okay. and enjoy okay. some quality wrestling product. Got it. Uh, Word. Oh, Peace. Word. you'll you'll like this, Jenny. Um, real real quick. Uh. What's his name? Hang on. I got to find it. I got to find it. I got to find it. Hurry up. Stupid Facebook. Not working tonight. Here we go. Uh, Theo, Theo Rossi. From, oh, I love him. Yeah, yes. he's a, he just got cast in something I just saw. Yep. He's, Luke, he's Luke so Cage. Fun. He'll be the villain or a villain in Luke Cage. Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, he was Juice on Sons of Anarchy. He was yep. also in Cloverfield for a little bit. And he's God. He's awesome. I love him. Yeah, he's um, super cool. He his his arc on Sons of Anarchy was one of my favorites. Yeah, Probably. it was well done. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh I don't know if we talked about it too much. Glenn Morshower got cast as General Sam Lane on Supergirl. Glenn Morshower was long time on twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh he's in Transformers. He's always like a like a military man or like a Secret Service agent and good actor. Friday Night Lights, he was a cop. Yeah. Um Good actor, so, so him as Sam Lane is cool. And then Simone Missick, I think is her name, is pronounced her name, is going to play Missy, a.k.a. Misty Knight in Luke Cage. And she's in the comic book. She's got like a bionic arm and big, big old 70s afro. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance. Have there, they released a teaser for uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, the, okay, so I should have. They said it's a trailer. It's a teaser. It's an animated thing, and you don't see anybody in the cast. Oh you, wow! You, I think you hear a voice, but you see like a clip from like the first couple pages of that first Alias trade, um, mm-hmm. which I just bought, and I I love it's it's Brian Michael Bendis. I don't know how you can't love it. Um, but uh, Jessica Jones, I think, is going to be really good. Uh, oh, judging by the way they handled Daredevil, I have no doubt. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's set to premiere November twentieth at twelve oh one a.m. Pacific time. So I will be up very late that night, and that weekend I will binge watch the entire series. I think I finished Daredevil by by end of the day Friday. So and I had work too. So yeah, that's dedication, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Jones, I'm excited for. Uh, and then we'll get Luke Cage after the new year with Daredevil season two. Sweet. 
with the introduction so of Punisher. We... Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Punisher, played by uh, John Barenthal. John Barenthal, yep. Uh, real quick, JD, I like this news. Happy anniversary to Fringe. Yes. Premiered back in 2008. I saw that. So uh, uh, I will do that as a binge watch eventually, much later, but I've, I've seen it all already, but I will do it because it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth watching again. Um, everybody should go to our Facebook. Facebook.com right. slash Atomic right Kingdom. Not you. Right now? Well, yeah, you could right now, but <laughs> listen listen to my words first. Um, uh, Tom and Geekdom on Facebook, like us and comment on the Guardians of the Galaxy post I just did. The the new animated series starts up on Disney XD on September 26th. Uh, I watched the first episode. I liked it a lot. Will Friedel, the kid, the guy who played Eric Matthews on Boy Meets World, is the voice of Star Lord, and he does a great job. And all the other characters are great. I think the Rocket Raccoon character voice is a little over the top. Um. Didn't really fix it in season yeah, two of thing or two. Even episode two. I mean, it's the first episode. Um, didn't really remind me too much of Bradley Cooper's take on it because he's always yelling. I don't remember Bradley Cooper always yelling. He yelled a bit, but it, it, not much. Right, right. Uh, Drax was cool. Groot is Groot has some funny moments. Of course, all he says is "I am Groot," but the way he says it is great. Um, and they play on the the him dying thing and becoming a little you know potted baby Groot. Quite a bit. Uh, it happens is again it, in the pilot. <laughs> so, is this supposed to be a sequel? Like it start. It starts or? right from the end, essentially, but it's not canon. Like, oh, okay. so it won't be tied to the sequel at all. Uh, this is what they said. But I want you guys to go to Facebook and comment on who your favorite guardian is. Uh, this will pay off eventually. Trust me. As far as maybe a giveaway, so. Go to Facebook, Atomic Geekdom, like us, and comment on the post. I just pinned it to the top of the, the Facebook page. Comment there on who your favorite guardian is, and uh, just just stay tuned is all I can say right now. Um, these guys know, kind of know what I'm talking about. They heard the news earlier today, so uh, next week we'll be announcing something very, very cool, and it's just the start. I'm not going. I can't yes. win. Just go. I can't win either, and I posted there. Ah. <laughs> um. So yeah, did uh, uh hey, uh, side you were talking about animated series? Did the Vixen series come out yet on the yeah, CW web? Three episodes in, and they've already started talking about how she could possibly end up on Arrow at some point because the a live on a live action. Yeah, the voice actor is looks just like the animated version, except she's got longer hair, and she was in the forty four hundred. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful actress, and she could play. Check it out because I, when, it, when I saw the previews for it, I was like, "Man, this is something." I like Vixen as a comic book character. Anyway, she's a lot. She's different from right. what you get, but yeah, you I'm throw in to check it out. You throw in Vixen on the CW because I mean, with Supergirl, you'd have your Trinity, your TV Trinity. Uh, right. But now you have you have Vixen, Flash, and Arrow, and there's your Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Basically, yeah. So that would that would work, and that would be cool. I think. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, well, honestly. and we know Kid Flash is coming too. So, well, Wally West at least. Well, eventually, we don't know if he's going to be. What's that, Jenny? Oh, it's, it's not related to what you guys are talking about, but it is comic book and casting and such. But have you guys been reading up on the rumors for Captain Marvel? Um, I heard. I heard they have. Uh, rumor is that they've narrowed it. They have an, a one name at the top of their list right now. 
Yeah, that um, for the actress Ferguson. I think she was in Mission Impossible. Uh, let me look up the article. I actually kind of like it. Like when I, I think it's a good choice. I still think the chick from Vikings would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm still. I think they did a good choice because it's not who you would expect. Yeah, I think it would have to be. It'd have to be somebody less known. Yeah. For that character, Uh, definitely Uh, not Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that one everybody was going crazy with that, but it's like ah. Uh, Having having watched the Entourage movie, not Ronda Rousey, please. Uh, whoops. Plus her in Furious 7, she wasn't that good. I mean, action scenes were cool, but she can't act. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to think of the girl's name. Uh, Dormer. What's the last name? Oh, Natalie in, Dormer? Th- Natalie Dormer is who I, I want. That's also a good pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Hunger, Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. She'd be yeah. good. She'd be a good pick. Yeah. Um, yeah I, still... I saw the Ronda Rousey when I was like, please stop. And now I've just read the... Uh, abomination of all abominations. Ronda Rousey has been cast yep. as the lead role in a Roadhouse remake movie. Yep. I want to punch myself in the face. <laughs> well, and that's re- not even because of her. It's because why are they touching Roadhouse? Oh, exactly. come on. Have you seen the trailers for um, Point Break? Point Break? I did. Oh, yeah. It's, totally, it's a totally different take on it. Yeah, it's very different. Yes. Uh, none of these guys are really known. Like, I don't know any of these people. Maybe that's just because I'm old, but the main guy, I've seen him in something before. I just couldn't place it. Uh, yeah, they all look like MTV actors, which are Crazy. not M- actors. Anyway, uh, yes, Catherine Winnick would be at the top of my list, and then Natalie Dormer would be second on my list for Captain Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel, whatever you want to call her. Uh, I believe they're calling yeah, her Captain know. Marvel. I, I actually, like, I can, I can picture Rebecca Ferguson as it, like, I, I I like that choice. I'm not going to dispute it. I mean, the picture they have over on this article, she's she's got brown hair. Uh, that would have to change, I would think. Because the other one, the other one I could deal with. I mean, I think she's a little bit too high profile right now. Is Emily Blunt? There have been talk about her before. They, too. Yeah, they've mentioned that. Yes. Um, she uh, Rebecca Ferguson was also in the running for the female lead of Gambit. Um, which I don't know if they've cast her yet, but they had somebody like which was like they were trying to sign. I can't remember the exact story right now. Anyway, uh, yes, she, uh, Rebecca Ferguson is from the newest Mission Impossible, uh, Rogue Nation. Which did right. not suck. Uh, I didn't see it. You liked it? I haven't yeah, seen it, it was okay. I wanted to see it, and I will eventually. Uh, yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it, it was on my list of did not suck. It, was, it wasn't my favorite movies, but it, as far as action movies go, it's entertaining. Uh, and I do have to throw this in there. I love you, Catherine Winnick. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> uh, nope, I already did it. Oh, you son of a... Oh, that was the instant I saw her. It was it was over. <laughs> you can't. You gotta say it out loud. It doesn't count if it's... I've said it on at least two podcasts with you. Oh, all right. Well, Natalie Dormer's mine. Okay. All right, there. Done. Damn Shut it. Up. Damn it. Thank you, Walking Dead, for this this new chauvinistic <laughs> way of talking about women. <laughs> uh, we do this over text messages all the time if we're watching. Hey, them. you guys, don't worry because I. You mentioned my buddy Jason. I'm drooling. You, I. I it's all good. Yeah, girls Just, do it too. Yeah, yeah, girls do it too. I mean, if it's if it's eye candy, enjoy the sweet treat. Yeah. Just saying. I like that. That should be a catchphrase. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> what it, what would, say, it, say it one more time for the people. 
If you like the eye candy, enjoy the sweet treat. There <laughs> I can't is. even say it with a straight face now. <laughs> Put that on a Hallmark card. Right? Happy Valentine's Day. I can be found here every Thursday. <laughs> at... <laughs> All right, she got her job back, despite that whole Batman Superman crap. <laughs> Superman would still kill Batman. Uh, Tom, come on, man. Lost it again. We were over this. <laughs> she just lost it. You were so close, Jenny. So close. I know, I know. You guys, though, on a plus side, we're getting really close to some really good television starting up. So, Walking Dead is in less than a month. Uh, Ash and the Evil Dead versus Evil Dead, less than a month. Mm-hmm. Like, your guys' Flash and Arrow. Yep. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Supergirl. Yep. yep. Got them. You know what was a really good TV show that ended? What? Scream. <laughs> you know what? Total joke. Okay, it, good. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. I heard. Okay, I was going to ask you for serious because my daughter was for, trying to the whole time today. For seriously, was, we were driving on the road. She's trying to talk me into watching this show, and I'm like, Ugh. everybody I've talked okay. to is like, this sucks. And she goes, No, Daddy, it's good. And she for, starts laying out the laying out the plot, and I'm like, You're going to ruin the whole show for me, <laughs> Tom. It is ridiculous, but I couldn't stop watching it. Okay, so I, I watched watch five it? episodes in one night because I was so into it. Tom, now when I, you it watch, it wasn't good, but I was into it. Tom, when you watch this, you have to remember these are high school kids. Yes, I know. Yeah. And this they, is why my high school daughter is telling me that this is a good show. Because you're immediately gonna they, love. You're gonna love bangs. Yeah, the thing is, they don't act like high schoolers. They do a terrible job. There's a scene where they're in a bar, like six of them. <laughs> That's not. And I'm like. Like, the parents act more like high schoolers than the kids do. Yeah, the mom was awful. The mom was the worst character in the whole oh, Yeah, her acting was pretty bad. Like, when she's talking to her daughter about going on a date, it's the worst. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm still trying to, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around wanting to watch it because I got my buddy's son. He's 15. And he's trying to tell me because he listens to the podcast. If he's listening, hey, Bert. He what up, Bert? Hey, Bert. Me, hey, he Bert. keeps telling me, hey, you need to watch Teen Wolf. I want to hear what you think about Teen Wolf. And of course, my daughter's like, "Oh my God, yes, you got to watch it." Yeah, I knew she would watch that. <laughs> yeah, she's. I, said, I, I told her. I said, "I said how many seasons?" She said five. I said, "Oh God, that, that's well, it's lasting." On a, on a side note, though, uh, I know somebody who got a sneak peek of Scream Queens that's coming on Fox. I think it starts Uh-oh. in like a week or two. Yes, and, how was it? I want um, it to be so good. They they went into it without high expectations, but said that they, they're actually obsessed with it. Like, says oh. it's really fun. Yes. It's kind of on the genre go, of, like, Heathers. You know, Ooh, just, like, yes. just sarcastic. I heard it's Heathers mixed with American Horror Story. Yeah, essentially. yeah. And the, I, I've heard that same thing, too, but who I, who I know that's seen it is, I think they saw four episodes when we talked and said that it's addictive. It's ridiculous, but it's addictive. So hmm. I think that starts in, like, a week or two, right? Like, towards the end of the month. Uh, I should know this. We just did a, a TV preview episode. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, September 22nd. 22nd? Yeah. Oh, I have to say, is. I have to say thank you for the Heather's reference. Cause that is, we didn't say it in our one movie thing. That's a guilty pleasure movie for me. Every time I saw oh, it, I will watch it. Amazing. Well, that's a cult classic. That's yeah. uh Christian Slater is amazing in that movie. Yes. Kids. If you've never seen it, go check it out. I think Christian Slater is starting to make a comeback though. Cause I really? mean, he's always Christian Slater. Like, I can't, 
I, I love him, <laughs> but he's never anybody other than Christian Slater in anything he does. But he's he's starting to get a ton of roles, and he's fabulous in Mr. Robot. My buddy was so, the, my buddy would say this because I, I know where you're at with that because he would always say Michael Douglas the same way. It's Michael Douglas starring as Michael Douglas. It was the same role. Ooh, except Ant-Man. Except was, Ant-Man. He was Ant-Man, very different. He's a lot different. Very good. Name. Oh, we should but talk about I can that. See what you said about Christian Slater. It's Christian Slater now as Christian Slater. But that's not a bad thing because I liked Christian Slater in uh, the Pump movie up the Volume Masterminds. It's a Mastermind. Oh, that's a great movie. A little Pump up the Volume was great too, though. Uh, with the Wizard, um, he plays the older brother. Things that Christian and, and Slater's in, been in that aren't that good. Robin uh, Hood, lots of things. Movies. Robin Hood. I used to love that movie <laughs> just because I liked the bow and arrow aspect of it, and I was a kid, so I liked that. But and then of course, I mean, you have a great song. In that movie. <laughs> uh, okay, we need to talk about this real quick, and then we're going to wrap up because we're, we're going over an hour here. Zack Snyder was uh, – they interviewed him, obviously, about Batman versus Superman, and uh, Steven Spielberg had said the superhero movies or comic book movies are going to go the way of the Western. Yawn. Uh, that's, it seems like sour grapes because I just don't see it. Not, uh, But I could be wrong. You never know. Um, well, see, here's, here's my take over on that. Said, here's the sour grapes. Here's the sour grapes. How many superhero movies has Steven Spielberg made? True, true. So he's not, but he's not cashing in on this. He's so a, he has a point, and we've talked about. It. I think JD was about to say it. You can water yeah. it down for sure. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's it's just oversaturated. Like how many? Like there's so many comic book movies coming out, and like Marvel has like a five year plan of everything. But, but to like, me, it's just. I, to, I agree with you, JD. We know. 100%. We know. I we had I a long so argument about that, Jay. Uh, I don't see I know. the oversaturation because there's so many different characters that you can introduce to where it's still it's still something new. Um, how so here's many what, times can we like redo a Spider-Man before? It's well, that that like, that you're right. The no, the reboots. That, the yeah. reboots. You're a hundred percent right on. Um, it's the new stuff that is that I like, like the Ant-Man movie or great. Uh, you know. The sequels, like Civil War is going to be cool. Uh, the new Avengers movies, uh, seeing Batman versus Superman for the first time, that's incredible. I went um, into Ant-Man when I watched it. I'm thinking, uh, I just want to see what Paul Rudd's going to do. I left going, this was great. Yeah, Paul Rudd. I mean, it's Paul Rudd. Uh, but yeah, well, of course. R- real quick, Snyder. So after he heard what Spielberg said, Snyder said, quote, I feel like he's right. But I feel, of course, he's going to defend his movie. I feel like Batman and Superman are transcendent of superhero movies in a way because they're Batman and Superman. Um, They're not just like the flavor of the week Ant-Man. Not to be mean, but whatever it is. What is the next blank man? Um, That that sentence didn't work. Uh, It's a tricky process setting up the DC Universe or Justice League. The credit goes to Chris Nolan because he set the die for the DC Universe. That's not true either because this is separate from his movies. Um, I look at it more being mythological than, say, bubblegum. And I think that that's appropriate for Batman and Superman because they're the most mythological of our superheroes. Um, he said something about how it's like Shakespeare. And I don't see it. Yeah, I think I saw something or read something about that. And then he dismissed the crazy rumor that his son is playing Robin in Batman vs. Superman, which, if you believe that. <laughs> the only thing I take from that is if you look at the DC versus Marvel Universe, you know the Trinity. You know the the, the top three of, of DC, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Can you really name me the Trinity of Marvel? 
I mean, it would be. I, I would, really don't. I mean, can you really say it's Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor? I don't would, believe you can. It would have to be in the cinematic universe. Yes. Yes, but as far as comic books, it's a dead clear Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Right, right. You're but right. in Marvel comic books, I don't believe there is a clear. So I mean, that's where you'd I mean, have to it, include it, Captain it transcends, America. Transcends so differently between the two universes. Yes, he's right. These are the two top, no doubt. Marvel doesn't. They're building an entire universe, not around, you know, the centers. Which I agree. The Justice League build it has to take its time. It has to be done perfect if you're going to start that big. Yeah. All right. But yes, uh, both of you have points where it could definitely get watered down, but it doesn't curb my excitement for it. At least, no. no I'm, it shouldn't. I, I'm getting everything I wanted since I was a child. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, more Star Wars, more. Uh, it's, it's 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 a good time to be alive. All I'm waiting on is that Thundercats movie, and I could die. Oh, they keep talking about it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there is, people- a, there is the Masters of the Universe has been you know picked up by somebody. So here's okay. So this kind of goes on my Flash Gordon kick, and I just had this whole conversation with somebody that there's certain things that if you redo, I don't think I think it would ruin it like i i agree that dune should be redone because i don't think they did a great job with dune but i don't think they should ever redo the never-ending story and then when you go to like certain things that i just don't think they should do i don't think they should do thundercats because there's no way to do it awesomely unless you did the traditional cartoons you know i don't see how they would do it so i don't know i i'm i'm weird like that and i know somebody will argue with me on it but I'm just saying. I... I'm not going to argue with you because I respect your your opinion on that because it's true. You, If you don't do it right, then don't do it. I don't want to see some crappy straight-to-DVD version. Right, right. You're going <laughs> to. I mean, look at the, look at the. I'm sure, the Power Rangers movie that we're going to get. Not, not, like, I don't, if not goes, like I care, but. And if it goes anything based on, they could go back to that trailer. Remember, it was released when you and I watched it and yeah. just loved it. Well, sure, but if that's they not. they could make a movie like that, it would be amazing. They've already said it's not going to be anything right. like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, of course, you're right. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Anybody? Last words? <laughs> nah. Uh, uh, oh, I have one last thing. Go to the website, AtomicGeekdom.com. Click the banner of our newest sponsor, uh, Entertainment Earth. Uh, awesome, awesome people over at Entertainment Earth. They have a cool catalog with just all kinds of toys. We talked about Force Friday a little bit. If you didn't get any of the cool Force Friday stuff, you can go there and get it. It's right in the banner at the top of AtomicGeekdom.com. Don't, don't do the toy hunting like I did. Just order it, and you'll have it. Even the BB-8 app-controlled uh remote thing that everybody loves so much. You can get that there. Um all the black series figures, all that stuff. Click the banner on the top and go nuts. They got all kinds of stuff. It's a it's a catalog type website. So all the cool merchandise. I think Jenny likes them on Facebook. Yep. And uh they're awesome. So check it out. Tomkeeping.com, click the banner at the top. Also while you're there you can check out Danny's new uh edition of Hate a Love Story where he looks at Tom's favorite movie, Twilight. Um, he just examines the fandom and, you know, why it's so big when it sucks so hard. Uh, so you can check that out and he's going to keep doing those. And so I can't wait for, I can't wait for you guys to have teenage daughter and you watch stuff like this and you get sucked into it. Can't wait for it. 
<laughs> and I just posted the first season of Heroes, uh, my binge watch of that. So that's up there as well. You can check that out. Plus all of our other stuff like the Jessica Jones trailer, the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 2 tra- teaser, or season 3 teaser. Season 3, right? Yeah. Uh, 3. Yeah. And uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, more to come, of course. TomKeekin.com. So, yeah. Alrighty. So, yes, follow us on Twitter at Tom Geekdom because Jenny is going to be posting all kinds of awesome pictures and hopefully some periscoping. I'm going to keep saying it till it's embedded in her brain so she does it. Because <laughs> uh, she'll be at Long Beach Comic Con and she'll be at the Guillermo del Toro art thing uh, tomorrow, or Friday, if you're listening to this Thursday, which it would be cool if you were because it's posting like right at the end of Thursday. <laughs> So, yeah, go check all that cool stuff out, and uh, I think that's it. Yep, that's a show. Uh, See ya. Rock on. Bye.